It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just Well, welcome down, to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, Certified Nutrition Specialist and licensed nutritionist. Today's show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and counseling. You know, today I'd like to share a Nutrition for Weight Loss class members, kind of her before and after, her blood chemistry numbers, <clears throat> you know, her weight and all those things. So let's talk with, um, you know, you know, her weight at the beginning of the class was 211 pounds. After 12 weeks, she was down 13 pounds to 198, and that's mm-hmm. great. You yep. know, she lost about a pound a week, yep. and that's... That's healthy weight loss. That's healthy weight loss, and, yep. and she wasn't starving. Yep. <laughs> you know, her blood pressure stayed the same, which was very normal, mm-hmm. and that was great. Mm-hmm. You know, her total cholesterol numbers dropped 65 points from mm-hmm. 212 down to 147. Wow. Now, her wow. good cholesterol, her HDL... Increased by 20 points, and that was great. Yeah. In her LDL, which is usually we consider not the good cholesterol, kind of the bad Mm -hmm. cholesterol, dropped 32 points from 81 down to 49. Amazing. That is awesome. That's great. So now, remember, that was from eating butter, coconut oil, avocado, nuts, all those things. Mm -hmm. And her cholesterol, LDL cholesterol dropped. But the best news of all, her triglyceride level you know, that's kind of what we think of as kind of like sugar fat in your bloodstream. Yes. Mm-hmm. That went from 508 down to 218, wow. which was a drop of 290 points. In 12 weeks. Wow. In 12 weeks. She really that's reduced awesome. her heart attack risk by yes. tons. That's awesome. Now, her fasting glucose, that's her sugar count, mm-hmm. went from 98, which is okay, but a little on the upper end. Yep, yep. It went down to 59. Wow. Wow. So it took her out of that kind of that pre diabetic. Yeah. Yeah. She lost a whole dress size. Mm. And these improvements came from just eating real food. You know, she ate a lot less carbohydrates, that processed carbohydrates. She probably cut out most of the trans fats, but she ate real protein, you know, animal protein, real carbs like fruits and vegetables, real fat, butter, olive oil, you know, all the things that we talk about. Yeah. Wow. So. That's just a really good life-changing story. Yes, that's a great story. And it's something that she can continue to do and do and do. And I actually visited with a lady on Wednesday that she has now lost 90 pounds just from taking our weight, you know, our nutrition for weight loss classes and our weight and wellness classes. Wow. And over the last year, she's lost 90 pounds. She looks great. That's amazing. And she just started her retirement, so she... Oh, so she's she is enjoying her retirement. Yeah, that's awesome. So today we wanted to kind of visit about what you can do nutritionally to avoid menopause symptoms. Yeah, and I don't know if many people have even thought about this as a possibility (laughs) that nutrition (laughs) probably not in the country anything to do with menopause. (laughs) So joining us as our co-host is Anna Derhock, who is a licensed nutritionist. She's a mother of three young children, and 
really, Anna has had no personal experiences <laughs> yet. Not yet. With menopause. <laughs> Hopefully I never will. But as a nutritionist, she has lots of tricks to help you sleep better, to calm down your hot flashes, and to have better moods. So besides hot flashes and sleep problems, what other menopausal problems do women come to you for? Well, um, the biggest one I I find besides the hot flashes mm-hmm. is uh, brain fog. And mm-hmm. I said brain fog. Yes. 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 Because it's a huge problem and women really start to notice it during menopause. Yes. yes. Um, yes. And in reality, brain fog can actually happen at any age. Some mm-hmm. some women in menopause call it mentopause. I've heard them say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good they way to like put it. They feel like their brain's on hold because <laughs> um, they've told me that before. And so, but it actually happened to me after the birth of of my second child, Genevieve, and a little bit after Luke. I think just because I was tired, I had three kids. But um, but yeah. I knew it wasn't menopause. Obviously, no, <laughs> I obviously, a, no. I just had a child, and I was definitely sleep deprived. I mean, yes. you know, you have yeah. an infant, you're going to be sleep deprived. So, but I remember. I remember lots of hot flashes as well. And that was, and I know that was totally because my hormones were out of whack. They're out of balance. I was really stressed. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So let's today kind of take a look at some of the possible reasons that people, that you actually might be having brain fog, hot flashes, sleepless nights. You know, but before we get into our topic, I'd like to introduce Joanne Rideout, who is a registered and and licensed uh, dietitian, and Joanne sees clients at our Maple Grove office and also at our Wyzetta office. So now, Joanne. Yes. Because we, <laughs> I know, because we, we went to a conference together, so I We've listened. talked. <laughs> You've had some personal experience with menopause, haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> Definitely sleep problems and hot flashes. Also, my biggest issue was night sweats. Oh, yes. One thing I noticed is if I went out to dinner, mm-hmm. if I had a glass of wine or two, I would have terrible night sweats that, that night. So I made that connection even before starting to work here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I do wish I had taken the hot flash solutions for perimenopause and menopause class before I started into those years. I did have those symptoms, and I can understand how frustrating it is not to be able to sleep or to be in a meeting and all of a sudden have a hot flash oh, taking over. My I body. hear this. Don't we hear this? <laughs> yes, we hear it a lot. Oh, a lot of women do. are so in meetings and this and all they, of a sudden, yeah, the hot flash comes all over their body and they're so and they're saying, "Is it hot in here?" No. Everyone's looking <laughs> at them. No. <laughs> so we want to give women some solutions today. Yes, and I mean we're laughing, but yes. it isn't a laughing matter. No, it's matter. not a laughing matter. And actually, I was at Bible study, and most of the women are a good 10, 15 years my senior there on Wednesday <laughs> night. And poor Debbie, one of my good friends, we were all fanning her. She's probably 50, 51, oh, wow. and she was just like dying the whole time. I felt so bad. <laughs> okay, so let's start with the brain fog because it, it's a huge common problem when, you ha- when you're going through menopause. And I have to say... As we look at different diets or approach, approaches to eating, I think, and I've had personal experience with this, but also with clients that eating in balance, you know, we talk about every time we're on the show, eating those healthy animal proteins, those healthy fats and vegetable carbohydrates, that is going to help prevent that brain fog. Yes. Yes. It's really, it, it seems like it is essential, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I have found eating protein at each meal helps to balance my blood sugar levels. So, eating lean meat, eggs or cheese, 
along with healthy fat, such as olives, nuts, avocados, butter, olive oil. That limits the fast absorption of carbs. And this way of eating prevents the brain fog that can happen when you eat simple carbs, such as bagels, muffins, and cereal. You know, it pretty, sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? It does, yeah. But it's really complex to do. <laughs> right. <It is. laughs> yep. You know, last Tuesday morning, I was a guest on an Internet radio show called Alzheimer's Speaks Radio, and we're discussing nutrition for brain health. That was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. So I talked about how it was important to have breakfast and how that can affect your brain function for the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. So here's an idea. You know, if you have a mocha and a muffin for breakfast, and this kind of is sometimes Saturday morning's breakfast yep. for a lot of people. Yeah. Yes. You just took in 36 teaspoons of sugar. 36 teaspoons of sugar. Yes. And you wouldn't necessarily spoon that into your mouth all at once. Probably not. You wouldn't. No. That'd be disgusting, right? <laughs> it would. But 36 <laughs> teaspoons of sugar for breakfast, that's got to create a lot of brain stress. But also that stress in the brain will create that brain fog. So the word recall, memory, all that stuff is going to go down. So right. now, Anna, <laughs> what in the world would your kids say if they saw you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. They'd be like, Mom, you don't let us eat that stuff. That's bad for your brain. <laughs> and they wouldn't because I don't eat that way anymore. But I used to before I met right. Dar. Right. So. And not only does it create brain fog, but it would give me a hot flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coffee yeah. and a muffin for breakfast sets you up for anxiety.